This programme was produced at and first aired on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio, with support from New Zealand On Air. Kapai Irarangi Tomotu, NPR. Good evening, good evening, good evening. Welcome to another fabulous Tuesday night here on Manawatu's People Radio with the team from Palmy Bride on Triple Nine AM. I'm Cam. I'm Andy. Oh my life. We're just gonna mess with Cam tonight. That's Matt. You know when you think to yourself, what am I actually doing with my life? Um, on tonight's show, yes, it is getting close to Christmas. Um, we're gonna talk about some drag queens and now. Oh my life, they need security and metal detectors. Um, we're also going to talk about sex outside the city project. Um, what have you got over in your little hands I don't there? Know. I'm just so excited about Christmas. I am on permanent oh. clinch. Um, oh. So let me. Just throw <laughs> yeah. up a little bit in my mouth there. Oh no, don't do that. What have I can done? we go to a song, please? Yeah, can we just go for a song, Cameron? Could you do that? Yeah, thank you. Sure, one moment. Our first song is by Sam Smith and Kim. Uh, Petrus with Unholy.
that was Sam Smith and Kim uh, Petras with Unholy. Right. I don't even know if that was a Christmas song or not. It just no, it wasn't. Um, someone's doing something at the body shop, Unholy. Um, I'm just going to start with an article because it's, it's one of the things that's going to get on my... On my wick. Tatars. Um, so I'm just going to put it out there. Uh, we recently did an event at Tamanua, um, and we had a email complaint from someone who didn't attend the event but didn't agree with um, the fact that we had drag queens in a what they deemed as a children's Santa exhibit um, when in actual fact we didn't actually do the bingo in the exhibit itself. Um, but either way, it was, yeah. It's yeah. it's a thing, um, and, and I know it was after hours, and there were no children. And, and, and I know children. that in the past, I've had um, I think the last drag event that I did there, they actually got in a security guard for the afternoon. Oh, yeah, because they can. Yeah, things are gonna Get things are gonna turn. Um, alrighty, so high profile drag performers are beefing up security following last month's shooting at the LGBTQ plus nightclub Club Q in Colorado Springs, Colorado. The attack left five people dead and more than a dozen injured after a shooter opened fire during a drag show. The shooting followed months of vir- virulent, hmm, it's a new word, virulent anti-LGBTQ plus rhetoric aimed at drag performers, both online and from Republican lawmakers, hoping to score political points by falsely painting drag queens as groomers and pedophiles. Now, several RuPaul's Drag Race alums say they are travelling with increased security, using metal detectors at gigs and planning escape routes at venues. We're trying to smile and make people happy for the holidays. And in the back of our heads, we're thinking, I hope I don't get shot, Jinx Monsoon told NBC News. Monsoon said she has already taken increased precautions due to hostility toward drag performers, which has led to far-right and white supremacist groups protesting at shows and drag queen story hours. Following the Club Q shooting, she says she was hired, she has hired armed guards and banned re-entry at her shows. It's mortifying that we even have to think about these things for something as joyous and celebratory as as a drag show, said Drag Race All-Stars Season 2 winner Alaska, who has planned escape routes and had police stationed down the block from the venues. We do have have to be worried about where the exits are and where a safe route to safety is. It's terrifying, but that's the reality of it, Drag Race Season 11 winner Evie Oddley shared an email from her management company saying they were hiring additional security for performers and would have security patron security check patrons for guns at gigs. Monsoon said that her music videos had been flooded with hateful comments and recently accusing her of sexualising children. She added that the Insidery Insidery rhetoric and misinformation has begun to affect the way she interacts with fans. I don't like parents bringing their kids to me because I don't want to be seen next to a kid, because I don't want to be labelled as a pedophile, she said. You start to mistrust yourself for no reason uh, than... For no other reason than this language is just being put on you constantly. It's dehumanising, it makes you feel insane just to be yourself. In a National Terrorism Advisory System bulletin issued last week, the US Department of Homeland Security warned that LGBTQ plus community was among several potential targets for extremist violence inspired by Club Q shooting and other bias-motivated attacks. A recent GLAD uh, report 
found that there have been at least 124 protests and significant threats at drag events this year. Um, and that's just in the US. I know that there's been emails and letters and stuff written to, uh, there was a library in New Plymouth, I believe, um, mm-hmm. that had booked uh, Erica Flash in. Um, and Erica Flash was going to read um, some do a story time there, and there had been protests. Um, I've heard of over in the States there was a story time that had been cancelled at a library, but a business had been owned by, re, like locally had been owned by a parent of an LGBTQ person, and that business had said, come and do your story time with us. Um, it's really sad that there is there are people out there with that view, mm. um, especially when it turns to violence, but even the emails is enough. Like that's, I know that that's the second email that Tamanawa have received over... Something so stupid, mm. you know. Mm. What are your thoughts? I just think it's a. I mean, there's going to be people that are always going to complain. You know, it's the same old story with those people who just spend their time complaining about things they hear on television. There are people that are always just going to be complaining about things, and we've probably got a few that are just going to complain about the rainbow activities or the or the drag stuff, regardless of where it is or, or what who yeah. the person is. I think the difference with. With the events such as the shooting, unfortunately, is that happened in a LGBTQ safe space. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we now we we venture out into our community, into the wider community, and go and hold these events to be more inclusive mm-hmm. for everyone. Mm-hmm. However, when you're not even space safe in your own space, it's, it is really. I do. I seriously saying it does become really, really hard for people to want to go out into that space where they are going to be more. Potentially more von, vulnerable, mm. um, and I mean, I don't mind if there's a genuine complaint. You know, like if it was that you'd said something offensive or you used a slang word or something like that, and appropriately, absolutely, absolutely justify the complaint. But when it's, you know, the ones that oh, uh, we're not going to do drag story time because your intention is to, uh, you know, read stories and pervert kids. That's like, well, if we're reading, you know. When, Thomas the Tank Engine. Like. Yeah, when, when it's parents bringing the kids in with them, when it's members of our own community bringing their kids, it's mm. – and, and clearly drag queens, well, at least the ones I know, alter what they do for the audience. Mm-hmm. If you have a bunch of 80-year-olds show up for bingo, clearly you're not going to do your normal bingo. No. <laughs> if, you, if you have people bringing their children to, to an event that – you know, you do question, like, how am I going to run this? What am I going to go, you know? It's called reading the room. It's, it's called reading the room. And and 99% of performers, I would say, mm-hmm. have a knack of going, well, this group's this kind of audience. I'm not going to do that joke. Or, and if you mm-hmm. do do that joke and it doesn't land and people don't find it funny, you just carry on and go, all right, this is not but, the right audience. But generally in events that have children at you – you dress slightly differently to be a bit more, you know, you don't wear something as skimpy or short or, uh, yes. yeah, it just. I think there are a whole bunch of people out there, well, not even a whole bunch, but there are people out there who are feeling particularly powerless, particularly frightened that their spin on the world is not being agreed with, is not being adhered to, um, is not being... Um, I guess honoured or, or whatever in other words they're being inconvenienced by the fact that the rest of the world has moved on mm. um, but it's you know 
I guess they're using whatever strategy they can to try and get their voice some airplay. And the internet is a free-for-all, really, Um, and people can do that, and they can hide behind their keyboard and and say all kinds of things. Um, But I guess the law uh, is the law, and it would... You know, if you have not breached the mm. law, then there is nothing, but you need to be protected. And, and I guess that's the concern I have for for friends um, who are entertainers in drag um, or any, any area of entertainment these days, um, is that they may be at risk yeah. um, from um, people whose lives are lost or bewildered i think in those instances where they have to hire Mm. security guards and Mm. like it's always good to plan ahead if where's the nearest exit route or where can i go that's going to be safe and Mm. i can go behind a locked door or whatever it's it has to happen these days i guess but it is still really really sad Um, but if if there is a story time happening or an event that you don't agree with perhaps instead of complaining about it why not go and actually meet with the community mm. that it involves and say to them why are you doing this event or mm. or attend the event so that you know that it's not what you perceive it to, could be oh, yeah like but a common sense i guess is what i'm saying people yeah uh, thank and you i know you you can't and, and in line for our next song just think of what rupaul would say in some of these situations as well just for a little giggle. Uh, but our next song is RuPaul, Nothing for Christmas. Here. Nothing for Christmas. Nothing for Christmas.
RuPaul with nothing for Christmas. Uh, so what have you got over here? Okay, you? this is a little bit from the sports desk. Ooh. Yeah. So um, US basketball player star Brittany Griner um, has, was finally freed recently um, after months in a Russian jail. Um, the 32-year-old was sentenced in August to nine years in a Russian penal colony after pleading guilty to drug charges. She was reportedly found at an airport with vape cartridges containing cannabis oil. Um, at her sentencing, Grimer um, told, sorry, Griner told the court she had made uh, an honest mistake and she never meant to break any laws. In a video addressed. Um, President Biden um, said his team never forgot about Griner um, and referenced U.S. Marine Paul Whelan, um, who has been behind bars in Russia since June 2020. Um, uh, Brittany Griner's release has been celebrated by LGBTQ plus campaigners across the U.S. and beyond. Um, Brittany Griner's long-awaited release is a relief for her wife, um, teammates, fans, and all of the LGBTQ plus community who recognise the extreme danger um, she faced as an out gay black woman uh, detained in Putin in Putin's Russia," said um, Glad President and CEO Sarah Kate um, Ellen in a statement. Brittany's wife Sherelle uh, never gave up fighting for her safe return. And President Biden and the State Department never um, never wavered in their commitment to the Griners and the LGBTQ plus community on be- on Brittany's behalf. We- <laughs> so there we go. Human rights uh, campaign president Kelly Robinson said Griner's release comes out of a, um, comes not a moment too soon. Um, Brittany is so much more than a WNBA superstar and Olympian. She is an American hero who has who had undergone unfathomable hardship after being wrongfully held for 294 days away from her home, her friends, and most importantly, her family. We celebrate her release. It's almost a year. Hmm. There you go. Uh, and this is why you shouldn't travel with any sort of... Uh, Substance or chemicals oh, on anything. Cameron. Um, Cameron, Cameron, Cameron. Be careful. All I say is be careful. Um, yes. All right. Can we have a song? Uh, we are. This is the next one up is uh, I Want You by Savage Garden. Oh, it's the cute one and the other one. Yo, yes. Have you seen them lately? It's switched. Carry on, please. I'll be Googling that later. Mm-hmm. I 
time I need to see your face, it is close my eyes And I am taken to a place where your grass don't mind I'm a gentle feeling, take a chapter in the face of my spine Straight like a chicken cherry cola I don't need to try to explain, I just hold on tight And if it happens again, I'ma move so silently To the arms and the lips and the face of the human Can I fall that I need to, I want to Come stand a little bit closer Breathe in and get a bit higher You'll never know what hit you when I get to Was Savage Garden, also known as the Hot One and Taryn. Um <laughs> Matt seems to disagree, and that is okay. We're allowed to have disagreements. The Hot One and the one who can sing. Um. Anyways, right. Oh, but a dead ear there for a minute. You're right. Uh, yes. Yeah, sorry, thing was just going down on me. 
Crikey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, a new well-being movement aims to improve the sexual health of queer Māori living in the rural parts of Aotearoa. Sex outside the city <laughs> launched... You right there, sweet pea? Oh, just... Microphone in your face. Yeah, uh, sex outside the city launched its first campaign on Friday with the unveiling of a billboard uh, in Namutu, New Plymouth. Project lead Josh McCormack calls it a powerful celebration of takataipui intimacy. Accessing safe or affirming healthcare services as a queer person in a rural Aotearoa can be a significant challenge, McCormack said. Conversations about queerness can be highly stigmatised, particularly about our health needs, sex outside the city, as a kaupapa which wants to change that. The campaign Takataipui Afano encourages rurally based Fano to support Takataipui, Takataipui to access affirming HPV vaccination services. It's time we need, uh, it's time we made sure that our regional rural Takataipui or LGBTQIA plus Fano can see themselves represented in health messaging for HPV preventation. Pre- pre- Prevention, McCormick said. HPV can cause several types of vaccine-preventable cancer in people of all genders. HPV vaccination is free in Aotearoa for people aged 9 to 27 and is mainly transmitted through sexual skin-to-skin contact. The billboard was designed by artist Pornamu Farakawa. Uh, The work looks at the intersections of identity from the perspectives of a queer small town Small town turned urban Maori. Working on his co-papa, working on this co-papa was a perfect alignment to my own interests and values. Farakawa said. Uh, the campaign was funded by funded with help from the New Plymouth District Council. We need to be able to have honest and open conversations about the health of queer people without succumbing to the pressures of public taboo. McCormick said. Um, that sounds great. There'll be complaint letters. Mm. Always is. Yep. I think that's how you know you're doing it right, actually. Yes. <laughs> if you're doing <laughs> it right, you, you know you're going to get complaint letters. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Uh, on that note, we're going to go to a song by uh, one of my uh, favourite groups. Uh, Elton John is no, not a group. That's Pentatonics. Oh, is it not X Club? No, and it's uh, called Bad. Good to be Bad. So here we go. So bad, so bad, good to be So bad, so bad, good to be So bad, so bad, well it feels so Good to be bad, good to be bad Good to be bad I've been thinking about this year a lot Whether I've been a good girl or not Santa promise you won't get mad Sometimes it feels so good to be bad I miss my curfew by an hour late Veggies off my plate Tried my best to open mom and dad Sometimes it feels so good to be bad So maybe I'll get nothing for Christmas But I have to Or maybe, just maybe It'll go easy on me I hope you will I sure hope you will I played hooky and I 
you're enjoying this podcast in Manawatu, you could make your very own, just like this one. NPR exists to help people like you tell your story or share your passion on air and online. Check out npr.nz for more information. That was Pentatonics with a good to be bad. It is indeed. Sometimes I find it's bad to be good. What? There is that too, yes? Yeah. 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 It's the yin and yang thing. Uh, so over in the sportsters, sports New Zealand. Why does sports desk continuously sound like Carmen San Diego? Because <laughs> uh, where in the world are they from? Not sure, <laughs> but sports New Zealand. I'm so sorry, people. I'm just going to apologise now. Uh, reveals New Zealand's guidelines for transgender inclusion in community sports. That's right. Sports New Zealand has released. New guidelines for the inclusion of transgender people in community sport, allowing athletes to compete in the gender they identify with. The overreaching principles of guidelines is that every New Zealander has the right to participate in sports and to be treated with respect, empathy and positive regard. And you know what? They'll get complaints because it's probably the right thing to do. Apparently Winston (laughs) Peters has already had a moment. Oh, Oh, really? Good old Winnie. Does he want a referendum on this? (laughs) when when he's just the gift that keeps on giving Uh, that's right Sports New Zealand guidelines was developed following engagement with with the transgender and sporting communities academic researchers and other uh, advocacy groups the guidelines also includes uh, practical suggestions for sports organisations and clubs to develop inclusive facilities such as bathroom facilities to ensure privacy and gender neutral uniforms this also suggests better education around Using inclusive language, individual sports will be able uh, able to form their own transgender uh, participation policy based on the guidelines. The documents provides guiding principles rather than rules or criteria because it's not possible to provide a one-size-fits-all approach across every code. Uh, and Sports New Zealand Chief Executive Raylene uh, Castle defines uh, different codes will require or want to take different approaches. Uh, with Whatever approach is taken, it should reflect the guide, guiding principles because they are the baseline for supporting inclusion uh, of transgender people in community sports. We do not expect every sports organisation or community level to community level to produce a specific policy on the inclusion of transgender people. Some uh, National sports organisations have indicated they will take the lead around drafting policies and other material to support their regional partners and those at the clubs and school level with the approach to transgender people. We look forward to taking an active role in working with sports organisations as they progress to work. Because uh, this represents a new way of working, we recognise it will be a learning process for everyone involved. So good on Sports New Zealand for mm. stepping that up. Look, I'm just going to give a piece of advice because I feel it's kind of valid and it works in so many different ways. If you're a bit confused and you don't quite know how to cope with, you know, how to deal with trans issues or or if there's trans people in your community, the, the best advice I can give you is just treat them how you'd want to be treated. Also known as, don't be a twitch. <laughs> Good one. I mean, it's quite basic, really, isn't it? Treat them like a human being. Yes, that is exactly uh, what I would say. 
And on that note, our next Cam's song. like, what? Uh, <laughs> Do You Want to Touch Me? No. <laughs> it's a song. Uh, oh. By Joan Jett. Here we go. Still, it's a no.
That was, do you want to touch me? No. Still, still that's a no from me. I'm not much of a toucher. Don't get oh. me wrong. Call me old-fashioned. Really, that? Yeah. You, you're going along with that? What? Mm. I'm not much of a toucher. That's why mm. I don't drink anymore. Anyways. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyways. I'm letting it go, folks. Um, I'm if you letting are, it go. If you are looking for a fun way to... Um, Get, get into the festive season a little bit more. On December the 19th, um, the 6 to 60 Choir and Amy Hunt are putting on a little show at the Globe. Um, it's called Let's Sing, and you can go along. They teach you how to sing, um, I think it's a three-part harmony for Christmas carols. It's like $10 a person. I believe there's lollies being given out, and it's all sorts of fun. Um, it's always a laugh. Uh, those of you who have been probably know about the Blue Bits, um, but Blue Bits, I believe, is coming back for it. Um, and those of you who don't know who Blue Bits is or what Blue Bits was. Is that like, come on and do the Blue Bits? No. Um, come along and find out. It's, it's a laugh. It's such a good night out. Um, right. And it's family-friendly entertainment as well. Um, and, yeah, it's a great yeah. night. Cool. You right there, Cam? Right. Is it still going down? It is. It's slowly going so down. So we are in a different studio this week. Um, we're in the other studio. There's two studios here. And there is a um, a yeah. laptop on a swivelly point, and the swivelly point keeps, keeps going down. Keeps going, going down like a like a yeah, hooker on a Saturday that, night. Stop yes. that now. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Matt's got another article. Okay. All right. So we spoke just before a little about travel and travel issues. Here's a couple. So if you're headed to the States, these people keep trying to put things Because you need to actually speak into your microphone for the wonderful viewers out in the ethos to understand what you're saying. Otherwise, they just hear... (laughs) And it's not the national program, sorry. All right. Um, So in the United States, the US House of Representatives overwhelmingly passed the historic uh, Respect for Marriage Act a piece of legislation that will federally protect same-sex and interracial marriage rights. Just like that. And that was based on uh, some of the changes that have been happening or some of the challenges that have been coming out of the Supreme Court over there and real genuine concerns that same-sex marriage uh, may be at risk, may be threatened. It's now in place, and so... That's that one. But in, in Bali, things may be a little different. Once so, again, once again, uh, there will be letters of complaint, um, and that's how you know so, you're doing sorry, it right. the other one just say intercultural marriages? No, interracial. Interracial, yeah. right, okay. Because, yeah, they, were, they also had to be legislated. Okay. Um, what? Really? I get, they already Well, they're making sure. I think this is like yeah. they don't want another situation like Donald Trump where he just takes it all away. So by doing mm. this, it's like they yeah. can't take it away now. It takes a lot more to take it away. You'd have to bring in legislation. Yes. All right. So in, in Indonesia, the Indonesian parliament has passed a long-awaited and controversial um, revision of its penal code. That's... Yeah. Uh, I knew they would do that. <laughs> that criminalises extramarital sex and applies to citizens and visiting foreigners alike. Um, a parliamentary task force finalised the bill in November and politicians uh, unanimous, unanimously approved it, I think it was last week. 
quite a challenge. Um, while they were about it, there was some, there was some concern about what was going to happen with the LGBTQ community. Um, politicians, during a fierce deliberation session, eventually agreed to repeal an article um, proposed by Islamic groups that would have made gay sex illegal. However, I'm not sure where gay sex fits in with the out-of-marriage sexual activities. Watch the space, folks. And if you're going Bali way, check it out. Uh, yes. So, no, I'm still getting over the first one. So was it not... So we're talking of America, yeah. right? Yes. yes. Just America in general, not so a specific you remember part? That, that no, no, I just... I have a question. Yeah. So they've okayed interracial marriages now? They've made it law that it's okay. So previously... But, but it was okay before. It was okay before. But now but they've it gone... A, it is actually a thing. It was sanctioned before, I think, by the um, For a country Supreme that Court. is meant to be so far no, no, no. ahead of everyone... <laughs> this, and this is so the country that's just stripped uh, women freedom, of their right. Uh, it's amazing. <laughs> this is what the country that's bunch, just stripped uh, women of their right to decide on their own what happens with their own bodies. It, this is what I mean, but people go to America because it's the, the home land of the, of the free, free and, and all that. There is a little joke with that. What Have you ever heard the, the, the American national anthem? The word free is, is sung on such a high note, not many people can reach it. The only version I hear of it is the Whitney Houston one. <laughs> the land of the free. Yeah, um, exactly. Wow. Oh, like. You just have to think. And it's the point I keep trying to make. But no, do you have. This is the thing I don't get. Do you have to make it a legal thing for it to actually be okay? Like, can't you just go, ah, she loves him, great, or she loves her, great? Does it? Because it might upset the neighbours. But an interracial thing. And they had to make a law about it. Years ago, that was illegal. Oh, I know, but I'm just like, are you? Yeah. I mean, it was quite interesting when... When they were Why talking are we making about a thing out of it? It should just be the norm. <laughs> when they were talking about the possibility of same-sex being stripped away, one of the members of the Supreme Court um, was reminded he's in a mixed-racial marriage and that the rights for that could also be challenged. So things happened very quickly, it would seem, and thank goodness for Biden and his team to make this happen. Just to clarify, I'm all for same-sex marriages. I'm all for interracial marriages. But my mind has been blown that they have to make it a legal thing yeah. for it to be... Well, that's, we had to do that too. We had to have a law that said it was okay for same-sex marriage. Oh, yeah, but did we have to have that for interracial marriage? Uh, I don't think it was ever illegal here. I don't know. I don't so this know. is, but this is the thing. I'm like, it was a lot of all in, and my mind is blowing that they actually have to physically put it through as a law mm. for it to be okay. Mm. <laughs> like that, no one's just but gone. You're talking about a society that was once significantly segregated. Yeah, and, but we're relatively, you know, you wouldn't learn to speak Māori yeah, yeah, in classrooms yeah. and things. But this is still like, yeah, what? No, we need a song because I'm just going to sit here <laughs> I'm gonna repetitively saying what. Read. No, I understand what you've said, but I'm just like, yeah, these people are stupid. <laughs> yes, yes, they are. Like sometimes. I knew there was half a dozen of them, like you know, Trump and stuff, but 
Oh, <laughs> no, song, please. <laughs> okay, we're going to go to Ray Isaac with Who I Am. Oh, I don't know anymore. I'm sick of being someone else for you And I'm so sick of holding back And I don't want to sacrifice my life for truth Making you happy is a trap I don't understand how to play this game You push me to the back and start calling me names Cause my definition makes you feel ashamed I'm not lying
Alrighty, that is almost it for us tonight. Um, it we're, is. we're out of articles, but um, I'm gonna look. I <laughs> no. Well, I tell you what we'll do. I will tell you what we'll do. What? I saw a little trick um for Christmas decorations on. So um, this guy got a little bit of tissue paper, mm. wet the tissue paper, got some of those long tinsel garlands, wrapped the end of it in the wet tissue paper, and then threw the wet tissue paper at the roof, <laughs> so it dries, <laughs> and you have all the things I used to call garlands hanging down. <laughs> <laughs> it looked amazing, but in I think in hindsight, he's possibly going to reconsider. I wouldn't recommend doing that if you were renting. Maybe if you owned your own home, that'd be all right. Maybe in a public toilet might be all right for if, a bit of decoration. If you're going to be painting your roof after the holidays. What's, what's your favourite go-to Christmas decoration, or um, is there something you okay. like to put on the tree? What's no, your favourite decoration? There are a couple of decorations I've got. Um, there are some really cute ones that Cam's mum gave us. Yeah. Um, but as well, I have a clear glass ball um, I got from the States. Psychic Sally, yeah. And it has, no, no, it's just a clear glass ball, and it's got a red ribbon hanging just, in it. We're just going to call you Psychic Sally and now. And it's on, on the ball, it just says miracles happen. Oh, nice. Hmm. What about you over in the corner? Uh, to be honest, I can just do it with fairy lights, flashing fairy That's lights true. in different patterns. Yeah, but some of them have to go on the tree, honey. <laughs> so, <laughs> you can't wear them. <laughs> I don't know if Lady Gaga. We've had a new low, ladies and gentlemen. We have had um, a new low. Christmas is a treat at our house. But I, I like like the multi patterned, uh, you know, the ball ones, not the big ones. The big you like size a ball one. ball? Yeah. Yeah, a little bit bigger than yeah. a golf ball. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Yeah. So you can hang them in different colours. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. I like the old stuff. I like the lights that look like um, hard-boiled lollies. Oh, yes. yes yeah, yes. I like those sort of old-fashioned yeah, yeah. ones. Um, I haven't seen those for sale in a very long time. Yeah, and they used to do like little um, lantern ones that you would mm. um, it would store flat or store as a tube, but then you would push the two ends together oh, okay. and it would look like a little lantern and they were foily. Mm. I used to like those as well. Yes. Yeah. Alrighty, that is up for us for the. Uh, blah, 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 that is blah, us how much for the music night. we got left? Uh, our last song is by Sheer and Rosie O'Donnell with "Please so, Come Home for Christmas." This, this so there was a bit of news put out, I think, yesterday. Yes. Yeah. Do you want to? Yeah. Um, so Cher reported um, very simply, "Mum is gone," um, and reporting the death of her mum. She was in her like nineties. Ninety six. Yeah. 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 Wow. Um, which bodes well for Cher, but... Because she is 70-something? Um, yeah. Yeah. But truly sad, and um, her career was just restarting again. She She's a the singer in her, in her own right. Yeah, I think there was a duet. Um, I might see if I can find it and put it on our Facebook mm. page for the show. Mm. Um, there was a duet that they'd done together, oh, and cool. they sounded kind of similar. Yes, yeah. and she just uh, nice. published a, like a couple of books about her like life. And, and, and stuff, yeah. yeah. So was she, she was quite amazing. I remember it was a RuPaul episode where she was talking about those sort of things and getting back into music. And now in the 1930s, during the Depression, she had looked after her family. Yeah, wow. she played in piano bars and stuff yeah. to make. See, it's, it, it blows my mind better than the American one in a nice way. It blows my mind that someone who has just passed away mm. was singing in bars in the 1930s mm. that – just yeah yeah so all righties um that is it from us stay safe stay proud um and some of us will see you next week thank you for listening
enjoy this NPR podcast, please consider subscribing. Our podcasts are available on all major podcasting platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and Spotify, as well as the accessmedia.nz app. Support this show and others like it by giving a donation. For more information, go to www.npr.nz forward slash donate.